Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless. I'm your host, Carly, and I'll be your guide on this journey from consciousness to cluelessness and back around again. This month on the podcast, I am talking about animal rights, animal activism, veganism, how all of those intersect, basically talking a lot about animals. We will do that through guests like Jake Conroy from last week and some great ones coming up. And today I wanted to do a solo episode that defines a really key term when discussing veganism and animals that is used in this podcast a lot, cognitive dissonance. Here we go. This podcast is supported by Will's Vegan Store. Will's Vegan Store has been a vegan company at the front of vegan clothing and sustainable fashion since they launched in 2013 by their founder, Will Green. They produce the most beautiful, vegan, sustainably made shoes, clothing, and accessories. I have been obsessed with this brand for years now. They were one of the first vegan brands that I really made the switch to. It can be hard to thrift shoes, but I love knowing that if I'm going to purchase a pair of shoes from Will's Vegan Store, they are going to be ethically made, their workers are protected, they don't use plastic packaging, they're delivered in an environmentally friendly way. It's truly the most amazing company to support. So if you're ready to try them yourself, hit the link in the show notes so they know that I sent you. This podcast is supported by Who Gives a Crap. Who Gives a Crap is an eco-friendly toilet paper company that donates 50% of its profits to help ensure everyone has access to clean water and a toilet within our lifetime. Who Gives a Crap has donated almost 8 million U.S. dollars to nonprofit organizations who help provide clean water and toilets all over the world. Who Gives a Crap is delivered straight to your door with carbon neutral delivery. I love that it comes that way. I don't have to think about it. It's an automatic subscription, and I want you to try it. You can check out Who Gives a Crap and get $10 off your first order over $54 with the code CARLY10. That's C-A-R-L-Y-10, or check out the link in the show notes. So what the heck is cognitive dissonance, and why would I devote a whole podcast episode to a term you should be looking up on a psychology website. Well, I am so glad you asked. It's actually super relevant to talking about why we can see so many people persist in eating animal products despite feeling like maybe they feel bad about it, or they feel like they love animals, or maybe that's you. Maybe you're like, yeah, I know that the abuse is bad, or that farmed animals suffer, or circuses don't treat their elephants right, or whatever it is that you've kind of connected to, but you're like, I can't stop yet, or I haven't really switched. I know it's bad, but... And that right there is cognitive dissonance. Another example to help you wrap your mind around this, if that's still feeling a little heady, let's say you are a smoker. You smoke cigarettes. Or maybe someone in your family still smokes cigarettes. You or they know it's bad. That is common information. 
they cause cancer and disease and we know smoking is bad. Most people know when they light up a cigarette that it is not good for them. So why do they do it? That is cognitive dissonance. It's this idea of holding these two competing things at the same time. Mental tension is really what we can translate it to. Cognitive, mental, and dissonance. This idea of tension between two things. So even though we know something is right or wrong, we justify or we do all these mental gymnastics to kind of get there and rationalize it anyway. So... What this really dives into is the psychology of morality. There is an article I have shared in the show notes on Pop Neuro. It is so, so, so helpful in understanding this specifically when it comes to being vegan. I'm going to read a short section here. Quote, We tend to separate our values from our own actions. Here are simple questions to prove this. Do you think animal torture is cruel? Do you eat factory farmed meat? The odds are you disagree with animal cruelty, yet still eat meat reared in horrible conditions. This psychological conflict between your preference for gorging on meat and moral response to animal suffering is what psychologists call the meat paradox. In short, we don't want to inflict pain on animals, but we still like to eat meat anyway. Unquote. So what I really like about this is it lays it out plain and simple. There are just two things competing in your brain at the same time. Another really helpful part of this article, again, I think that we maybe get our hackles up when we hear about being vegan or animal cruelty because we just don't want to admit it. I've talked about this before on the podcast. It was the last thing I really dove into. I didn't want to deal with it because I knew how bad it was. That is cognitive dissonance. I knew it was bad, and yet I didn't do anything about it for a while because I just couldn't bring myself to do that. So what is actually happening with our brain when that feeling of cognitive dissonance or that kind of rationalization process is happening? So back to the article, quote, There are two general systems our brain bases its moral decisions on. The first system is emotional, quick, and intuitive. The second is rational, effortful, and explicit. The difference between them can be seen based on your action in the classic trolley car problem. Unquote. This is that classic idea of there's a bunch of people tied to the train tracks and a train is coming its way. You're standing on a bridge with one person in front of you. To save those five people's life, you have to push a lever and push that person into the train. So you have to decide, do you kill one person or do you kill five? And you have to make a choice. Back to the article. Quote, your brain's first system relies on its emotional center, the limbic structures. This response comes on quickly, reflecting your emotional reaction. It would be the one to tell you not to push the person because it's just wrong. Your brain's second system is situated right above your eyes. Neuroscientists call this the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex, known as the CEO of your actions. Unlike your emotional center, your brain CEO constantly assesses the rationality behind your choices and would argue that five lives are worth more than one life, driving you to push the person into the train and save five lives. In case of veganism, acknowledging that you're sparing the suffering of an animal should outweigh the temporary delight of eating a steak. 
our two systems are always getting in battle every time we're confronted with a moral question, unquote. So that is the moral dilemma of learning about the animal rights movement because it's bleak. The way we treat animals in factory farming, the exploitation in places like zoos and farms and aquariums, it's bad. Puppy mills, shelters, all of it. It's, of course, it makes sense why you don't want to think about it because your everyday actions are contributing to it. So you rationalize it. You say you'll deal with that later. That is the cognitive dissonance. You are kind of going rogue and going against the thinking systems. You are not making the rational choice. So you feel this bit of tension and it's really, really uncomfortable. That's why you maybe get defensive when people talk to you about being vegan. That's exactly why I got so damn defensive for a while when people started trying to talk to me about being vegan because I already was like, I know, I get it, I know. I just can't deal with it right now. But it made me feel really terrible. And I didn't examine that quick enough. So it just made me feel terrible for a while. I didn't really know what to do. I didn't want to start. I didn't want to think about animal cruelty because I thought I couldn't really do anything. But there was some moral compass inside of me knowing that I should be doing more. So that is cognitive dissonance. That is a psychological thing you are doing with this situation or many others that you might not even realize. But it is causing you distress, whether it is when you hear people talking about being vegan or other things that you push through even though you know it's not the right thing. Maybe there are social justice issues in this world that make you really uncomfortable to examine, but you ignore them because you're scared, and then it gives you that weird feeling. That's cognitive dissonance. You know what you should be doing, but you haven't started. So here is something that might make you think a little differently about this. This idea of cognitive dissonance, this idea of a moral dilemma that people experience with wanting to or not wanting to eat animal products, it's being exploited. Marketing executives are good at their job for a reason. We buy things for a reason. We get sucked into buying things for a reason, right? A lot of the times it's marketing. So these companies that sell animal products, they know exactly how to, and this is a new term I learned when doing research for this episode, neuromarket towards this specific issue. So we see tricks used to numb our feeling towards animal suffering. If you see a gallon of cow milk, you often see a cow standing in a pasture, smiling, and they look like they are just the happiest little being on the planet. But we know that's simply not true for cows or whatever happy animals being depicted actually in these situations. So it's being exploited because then when someone confronts you with this information, you can look at all this other information you've gotten from the world that says, see, it's not that bad. Please still buy our products. So the animal looks cuter on the package, round cartoon eyes, or they really just aren't 
showing the animal at all. They're not really wanting to remind you that their products came from an animal, maybe until you read the fine print. So we know that this happens. It's a natural psychological thing that sometimes we all do to rationalize actions in our lives. I am not above this. You are not above this. We all do this. So why does it matter? Maybe you're like, okay, great. I have a mechanism that keeps me doing the things I want so I don't have to examine it. In my experience, that doesn't last forever. Like any of those moments where you are ignoring your intuition, it probably will only get louder and louder and louder. So it is a great idea when you start learning about this, because I remember when I learned about cognitive dissonance, it started to make so many things make sense. And it was a reason to say, see, there are other factors that contributed to me continuing to do the things I didn't think were great things. There are other things that made me feel like it was okay. Not to push blame, because ultimately at the end of the day, it's on me, it's on you, it's on all of us. And it's on pressuring companies and big global organizations. It's on all of us to do that work, not just individually. It's it's on all of us. But there are reasons we hold off. So you don't have to feel bad when these normal responses that are kind of keeping our brains safe in that moment happen. But when you start to notice it happening, I encourage you to pause and think about why am I getting this weird feeling? You have to face conversations about humanity. You have to accept the fact that sometimes we are hugely hypocritical humans and it has to be examined. We can attempt to look at where that came from. It's often probably not you. And then we can figure out how to move forward. We can make choices every day that free us from those kind of moral problems that are giving us this fraught inner anxiety that we might not even be cognizant of. If this is something you feel like you've experienced or you are kind of like clicking some things into place like I did when I first learned about this, I hear you and I totally get it. Take some time to digest. And if this is something that's a struggle for you and you want help moving through, that is exactly why I am here as a conscious living coach. So please don't hesitate to reach out Reference this episode if you reach out and say that this inspired you to kind of start looking at the coaching program to get help moving through this. Or maybe just start with reading the articles in the show notes. Wherever you're at today, try and make one step forward to kind of examine your own inner world a little bit more. The cool thing is that once you examine this, you can start to move through it and then you can get back to making a damn difference and saving lives. Pretty freaking cool. Thanks for listening to another episode of Consciously Clueless. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe wherever you're listening. If that's somewhere like Apple Podcasts, leave a review and you could be read on air as the review of the week. Looking for more podcast content, yoga videos, meditations, and all-around amazing community? Head over to patreon.com slash consciouslycarly and check out what's going on. And finally, if you are ready to make changes in your life but don't really know where to begin, let's work together. Head over to consciouslycarly.com 
and we can start the process and get you happy. Until next time. Bye.